Hey there guys, my name is Blair and you're listening to Weirdcast, a podcast for witches like you and me. Hey guys, um, so this is Lucky episode number 13 and to be honest with you, I was going to do an episode on The 13 Goals of a Witch, the poem by Scott Cunningham. Because I feel like, you know, 13, 13, plus it would open up an interesting conversation, for me at least, about um, ethics and paganism and witchcraft. But uh, I don't want to do that. I feel like this is episode 13, and I haven't done this in a while. I'm going to make this a witchy grab bag. I'm just going to talk about whatever witchy, queer, feminist-y topics that that I so choose this lucky number 13 episode. Um, so what do I want to talk about? First, I'd like to talk about, uh, this holiday season and Yule. Um, because it is not a good time of the year for me. Gosh, uh, I'm really sorry if you are getting some, like, background noise, if you can hear that. Um, there's, like, music playing in a few, in, in the, um, home upstairs, um, above mine. And also, I've got a bunch of things running on my computer, so it's kind of what fan is on. So, you know, I could just close Minecraft and come back to it at a later date, but you know what? I will. <laughs> Sorry you have to listen to me contemplate, like, making this recording better. I'm not going to cut it out, so. You know, um, what else was I going to say about this? So, I was going to say, start talking about you. Just figured I'd start there, so, um, I really don't like this holiday season. Yule is my least favorite holiday, and I don't like all the the um the neo pagan holidays that we we choose to celebrate. Um, Yule is just my least favorite. I don't like the winter solstice. Um, even though I can appreciate its symbolism, um, and sort of. The, what it says to us spiritually about, um, you know, the longest night, the, the longest night of the year. After that, the days start getting longer. Like, it's, it's midwinter, bro. It's, it's amazing. Um, yeah, that stuff is great. I just, it's good in, in, like, when I have to think about it. You know, I can, I can contemplate things all day and all night, but, um, it's different when you have to be there. Um, and I just, I just don't like the holiday season in general. Like, Yule is one of my least favorite holidays because, um, it's always a really lonely time for me. Like, I don't really have any friends or family that celebrate Yule. Um, so it's probably just me, um, alone or worse. I'm, um, ugh, sorry if you hear me shifting. I'm taking my hair out of pigtails. I got home from work not too long ago. Where was I going with this? Yeah, so either A, I'm alone because it's Yule and I don't know anyone who celebrates Yule except for me, IRL, um, and it's cold and dark and I'm alone. And it it kind of just reminds me how lonely I feel on a regular basis. It's like forces me to confront like my own isolation and loneliness, which is not pleasant um, it's the same way every year. I don't know. Maybe it's seasonal defective disorder. 
I don't know. Um, I didn't mean to laugh there. I know it's a real thing that a lot of people have. Um, I laugh because um, I'd like to think that that's not a problem that I face, but like every single year I get really, really saddened by how cold and dark and lonely it is. And I just, I just, especially like Yule, just, I have to face that, you know, like, um, for me, Samhain is a time of darkness and reflection. Um, but that's sort of, that's exciting. That's like interesting and exciting. And, and with Yule, it's not interesting and exciting anymore. It's just, it's just dark. It's just cold and it's just sad. And I really don't like to put it that way. I feel like that sort of negates what I just said about like appreciating the symbolism, uh, sorry, the symbolism of the season, but just like, and it's not just that um, I'm the only pagan I know. I'm the only um, I'm the only um, I'm the only pagan I know. Um, you know, I'm the only witch I know. I'm the only um queer person I know. Um. I'm the only, uh, you know, feminist I know. I'm just the only one of me. And that is just really, really depressing to have to just stare at it in the face on this holiday that's all about, like, you know, spending time with friends and family and, like, being together in darkness and, like, looking together towards the, the warmer times to come. Like, I have no one to do that with, so it's really upsetting. The only thing worse than that is spending, um, is celebrating Christmas with people who I don't like, who don't like me, um, and having their beliefs foisted on me. That's the only thing that's worse. Actually, that's not even the case because oftentimes I have to experience both of them at the same time. It's just terrible awful. I just don't like it so much. I don't like, that's why I say I don't like this entire holiday season. Like, I don't like the season that is like, and not necessarily like specifically Yule and Christmas, because there are other, um, there's like, um, Hanukkah. Um, I don't really mean to say that like, I hate every holiday that, that I hate all these specific holidays. I just hate the time. I feel like if Yule was like out of winter, if Yule was like in late February, I would not, I would dislike it less. I mean, and where I live, like, winter doesn't, like, just because it's, it's the midwinter and winter solstice does not mean it's going to get warmer after this. You know, I live in Canada. It's going to be, like, the same amount of coldness for, like, quite a bit longer. Um, yeah, so I'm, like, it's so, oh my gosh. Oh gosh, I really, this year, um, I'm absolutely not looking forward to the season because, you know, um, my father is, is visiting, um, he normally stays out of the country, but now he's visiting and he's a very unpleasant person to deal with. Um, he's very condescending and obnoxious and, you know, I don't say all these things to be mean or rude, you know, this is, these are the ways that I have seen him behave to myself and others, you know, um, not only that, but he, you know, projects himself onto me, 
um, which is so very annoying and is not very self-aware, which, you know, if you're going to be, um, you know, obnoxious and condescending and a jerk, I'd like for you to be like honest about that and like really reckon with what that means for you and your relationships. Um, just a sort of self-awareness that, um, he does not tend to, uh, utilize, I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's very, very annoying to be projected upon. Um, very, very annoying. I, I'm, I might even have to do some, like, psychic protection situation because it's really, really annoying. Like, I'm, I'm aware of my own thoughts and feelings enough that when someone is projecting onto me, it's very obvious to me. Like, I don't do the, like, the thing where if you're not as aware, you sort of, like, sort of try and subconsciously conform to that. Like, that's not who I am. <laughs> that's not what I do. I'm very aware of which thoughts are mine and my own and which thoughts are, you know, from from the media and from friends and, f like, no, sis. You, you, no one can get away with that, okay? Um... Oh gosh, in the, um, and I'm only taking this line of conversation because I feel like it's something I want to talk about on my podcast where I, um, I feel like in the description it, it mentions like that I, I'll probably tackle things that have to do with like feminism and these sort of ideologies that I hold, not just, um, my spiritual beliefs being, you know, pagan. So anyways, continuing on. So a good example of this projection nonsense is, um, you know, we got in a little argument when, um, we, oh gosh, I don't, it's annoying to think about. It's just really annoying. So we got into a little argument. Um, we were like waiting outside of a building for something. We were just running an errand or something along those lines. And, um, I don't know why, but we started talking about, um, value, right? And, and not like things that we value generally speaking, but specifically, um, money and monetary value. You know, when he was trying to tell me about um how, oh, did you know, m like, one dollar used to represent one, um you know, unit of gold, and then they changed it all, and now money is just paper, and, like, there's no gold anymore. Like, I was like, okay, you know, that's really interesting, and I'm also very aware of that fact, um you know, and, you know, it is genuinely really interesting, but I, like don't care about gold like I don't care about gold and I don't care about paper money other than like you know buying groceries clothing myself you know doing fulfilling that kind of thing like but I don't need like like a goal no, none of my goals in life involve being rich um I don't really care about money like that except for to like get me the things that I need right slash desire, right? Um, like, I just don't care about, like, being rich and driving a fancy car and having a big house. And I also just don't care about gold. I'm, like, I'm very content with the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, the things that hold value are the things that we give value. You know, money is valuable. Paper money is valuable because we have all agreed, you know, as a country, we live in Canada, or I live in Canada, and he used to live in Canada, but, you know, we all agree that this is valuable. 
and so it's valuable. Like, I'm, like, I can live with that. That's okay with me. Like, because, you know, at the end of the day, like, I don't, like, particularly care. Um, and I don't really mean that in a flippant way. I don't mean, like, oh, I don't care about money because, you know, I just realized that's not the best way to phrase that because then I keep having to justify, like, no, like, I still like to have groceries and, like, clothes on my back and a roof over my head. But I mean to say that, um, um, it's... I'm not a very materialistic person. I'm not a very consumerist person. Like, those aren't things that I, like, value more than, like, many, many, many other things. Like, like, just, no. I, yeah. So, you know, these, these are just, being rich isn't really something that I value. Um, so, you know, th that's that, really. And, that made him very, you know, upset with me. Um, neither of us really yelled at each other. It was an argument, but it wasn't like a like yelling sort of fight or anything. But he was just really upset. And he was like, um, you know, don't you want to buy a house one day? Or like, you know, I'm not sure if I would like to buy a house one day. You know, I would really have to come to terms with the fact that like, you know, you know, this is stolen land we're living on, you know. I'm not okay with that. I'm not sure how I feel about the elements of colonialism um, and capitalism that, like, have made our country what it is today. And those are the kinds of thoughts I would have before purchasing a house, right? And so, you know, that's that. And, oh my gosh, I got a talking to. It's just, like... And I really know, I know that this is a projection because he was just so, like, upset that I wasn't the way he assumed me to be. Like, he would assume that these are the sort of things that I value because between the two of us, we are very similar people, you know? Um, like, on the Myers-Briggs, um, uh, Myers-Briggs personality test, like, we score, like, within three letters of each other out of the four, um... He's an INTJ um, and I'm an INTP, right? We score within two letters of, in three letters of each other. So, you know, we're very similar people. And I feel like I'm okay with the fact that we're similar people and we have a similar thought process. Um, and I feel like he takes it the extra mile and just like projects all of himself onto me. Um, and, you know, as RuPaul would say, expectations lead to resentments. So, you know, I try not to have too many expectations with this holiday season. I try not to assume that it's going to be terrible because then if it's good, it's just like, oh man, I feel bad because I, I just assumed it was going to be terrible. But, you know, I'm not going to assume it's going to be good because, you know, this is historically a hard time of the year for me. So really, I'm trying to get through this with my with my head still on my shoulders Um Oh gosh, I just, you know, Yule is within like a few days of the date of this recording. Um, whew, so yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for Yule. I might do like a, a tarot reading for myself or like I'll try and make it as good as I can for myself. <sighs> but I'm, I'm just, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to be honest. I'm trying to, you know, have a neutral outlook, but like not looking forward to it. You know, um, 
and that's really maybe I just I just started recording this so I could just complain but you know what witchy grab bag that's what I'm gonna call it instead of complaining into a microphone <laughs> so um what other like things do I want to talk about that sort of revolve around the things I've already mentioned that I like to talk about on my podcast so um I've sort of been trying to understand like the role that empathy plays in my life and like if you're someone who like sort of rolls with the spiritual community and I don't mean you know capital S spiritual community but I just mean like um spirituality in general and you come across like blogs or like youtubers or books or or podcasts or whatever you've probably come across the term empath um I don't really want to explain what that is in detail right now maybe pause and look it up if you haven't um come across that term before but like I don't want to totally get into it but um I've been sort of trying to understand what that means for me in my life like this a realization I had come to um at Samhain actually was that I was actually a pretty empathic person um I'm very good at like picking up on like what someone means and not and that's not necessarily through their words, right? That means a lot of different things. But I can always get a like a good sense of what someone means to say, right? No matter how they try and say it and whether they say it or not. Um, and I never associated that with empathy. I always was just like, oh, well, no, it's just it just logically makes sense that this would this is what this person is trying to say. But like, that's not necessarily the case, especially since I don't tend to like to like... Can I think of an example right now? No, I can't. I can't think of an example right now because my brain is not going there right now. But, um, like, um, and that's tied up in my realization that my mother is a narcissist. Yeah, um, very unpleasant. Like, and I had realized my mother was a narcissist, um, around September and... I tried, you know, um, to like, um, you know, figure out a different kind of living situation because I lived with her at the time. I still do actually because I came back for reasons I don't feel like getting into right now. But just coming to terms with the fact that like, yes, my mother is a narcissist and yes, I am an empath has been kind of strange. Um, It's just been really strange because I've never considered us to be either of those things it's been sort of uh, a slow coming to terms with right um that it's it's been you know I've I'm sort of trying to like get my life in order and and sort of like leave the sort of negative patterns that come out of like my relationship with my mother um it's currently like very negative um so I'm trying to I'm I'm like working on that um yeah that's uh it's been interesting it's been fun what else what else has been on my mind recently um I did start a new book of shadows I the um the last book of shadows I had worked in which you can see pictures of on my tumblr which is linked in the description of this episode um I it it has like five pages left in it and it's um it's a card the it's like mixed media paper so it's kind of thicker so that's kind of a lot but not really um 
I don't know, but the book just like feels complete to me. Like this book is done and so it's time for me to sort of have a different chapter in a new book, right? So I started a new book, didn't buy anything fancy to do it. I just grabbed um uh an, a book I from the thrift store. I paid 99 cents for it and um I just, uh, gesso or gesso? Uh, I gessoed over the pages and then, like, did whatever I felt like with, like, a marker or, like, pencil crayons or whatever I felt. Um, and it's been really fun. My goal with this is to have as much fun as possible and not to sort of, like, worry about it. Which has been working out so far. I haven't worked in it a couple days. I've just been feeling, like, not motivated to do anything. Uh... Yeah, I just, that's part of the reason you haven't heard from this podcast in a while. Uh, just, just haven't been feeling motivated um, to do witchy things or think about feminist things or queer things. That's not true. The, those, the, the feminist things and the queer things and, and um, the intersectional things, like, that's something I've been able to sort of, um, you know, still, like, deal with, you know, on a regular basis, like, every day I still wake up and I'm still queer and I'm still feminine and I'm still, like, I'm still all these things that I do every day. It's just I haven't been motivated to do anything spiritual. I've just felt like, you know, I get home and the first thing I do is I clean so my mom doesn't freak out on me, uh, which doesn't always work. Most of the time it doesn't. Um, and then I like sleep and that's it um and I bring this up because I finally did a little magic for the first time in a long time I was I like picked up some candle like I threw the spell together I because I had done like a hope spell I was like you know these these be dark times and um my reasoning for this spell was sort of um you know, what is my understanding? I've sort of been doing this thing now where um, I sort of think of what is my understanding of this um, medium for magic, right? Whether that be like oils and perfumes or like candles or herbs or spell jars or like whatever it is that I'm using as my medium, what, what works best with that spell? So like matching the medium to the spell, right? And my under because of my understanding of candle magic and the meaning of like a candle right and its representation as um an important tool when you don't have light bulbs you know whether it was you know however many years ago before um electricity or you know now when your power goes out like either way um you know candles for me very much represent sort of you know um, leading you through dark times. So I thought, okay, perfect. Hope magic, right? Um, how do I keep my inner fire burning? So I did a candle spell for that. It was really simple. I took, um, like a mini candle that was white. I wrote like hope, um, prosperity, and then added a sigil. I, with like a Sharpie, I have like, um, a bronze, bronzish colored Sharpie. I did that. I, I, um, I used some oil, just, I think it was, like, canola oil or whatever oil I had in the kitchen at the time, and, like, um, 
dress the candle with some herbs, mostly like mint and rosemary, because those for me represent, um, you know, hope and prosperity. And that was pretty much it. That was like the first spell I had done in like a while. <laughs> and as of the time of this recording, I did that spell like two weeks ago. So um, after that week, I was like, okay, I'm sort of feeling like it's not, it doesn't really make any sense that I only practice my spirituality when things are already good to make them better. Not that there's any, I think there's anything wrong with that for myself or anyone else. I just feel like that doesn't make much sense because my understanding of spirituality is that it's something that, um, you use, you know, as a beacon of hope to better yourself. Um, and my understanding of witchcraft is that you use it to sort of affect situations, right? Um, sometimes that's to affect a bad situation positively, um, or, you know, whatever else you so choose. But like, the point isn't that, um, you only do things when things are good. That for me defeats the, the purpose, right? So, that was my reasoning to be like, okay, you know, it's kind of, you know, it doesn't make any sense that you do this at all or you believe these things at all if you don't, you know, use them for what you've decided they're good for. So, you know, I put together another, um, another hope spell and I got, um, it was good. I, okay, can I just say that glitter is a correspondence, like, um, for magic. I wasn't behind glitter originally. I was like, glitter is like, uh, like why would you use that in magic like I don't even know bro like that's cool for you like you do you but like that's not me and I'm not gonna do that so that was my previous understanding but coming up with another hope spell I found these like holiday candles and they like are like glazed in like glitter and it's like glitter that's supposed to be like snow themed so it's like it's white and like um color shifts between like pink and green or whatever anyways it's nice glitter it's fantastic glitter it's really nice glitter so I I was like this this is what I need for this spell so these I grabbed these like they're sort of um like jumbo tea lights they're they're just imagine like like two times the size of a tea light two or three times the size of a tea light but it's still the same like shape and like proportions mostly glitter all over it I added um which herbs did I use I added some rosemary because for me rosemary is the the herb that um like strengthens the um the intentions of all the other herbs together so it sort of like amplifies the message of like whatever I'm using it for right so I normally add that to most of my spells if I'm using herbs at all so the rosemary is to strengthen you know my hope which is the point of this spell um mint because for me mint represents you know hope and prosperity um and the salt I added salt for protection from the negative situations that I've been in recently and am still am or and still am sorry and um sugar to you know sweeten my situation you know try and like sweet sweeten the pot sort of um and then um a little bit of like rose like um like dried like crushed rose um to help me see see the beauty in life even when it feels like everything's going to heck in a hand basket and that was it and 
have a picture of it. I'm going to post it somewhere when I uh, get around to it, but I don't like to post um, about spells that I'm like currently working on, and I do plan on remaking this candle again. So I lit it, and, you know, I've been really happy with the results. Like, I I feel better, you know. I that That was what I wanted. I wanted to feel better. I wanted to feel like I had a greater grasp on, like, hey, you know, this situation still sucks. I'm still really upset that I'm here where I am, but, you know, I can still, like, my my inner fire hasn't, like, been put out. I don't feel completely hopeless. Um, whew, and I'm working on putting together another spell to help me, like, um, be able to, you know, leave my situation. Um, and I've sort of chosen a candle for that, but... um that's really it. I haven't necessarily, like, put it together. So, yeah, so doing magic, um, when it, when things around you are difficult, like, I don't feel like, I've made me feel like this isn't necessarily helpful for you, whoever you are listening. I feel like maybe you already, like, know this, but, like, I mean, I knew it, but I didn't, you know, do it. It's, it's very different when you're putting, an idea into action like hey you know it doesn't make any sense that I don't like use this for what I have I myself have decided like hey you know my spirituality my um my spiritual practice are are for not only like when things are good they're for when things are bad you know um and I feel like that's sort of a big lesson I've come away with, you know, so far. Um, hopefully you'll eventually be updated on, on my, my situation and, and ideas I'm thinking of, you know, this, I'm trying to round off this witchy grab bag. I sort of talked about a bunch of things about, you know, I mean, mostly centering myself, but you know what, you know what, I wanted to talk about myself, so I did. (laughs) Um, so, okay, rounding off this episode, if you have anything you want to add to anything I said, if you um, have any questions, concerns, suggestions, you can find me in a few places all over the internet. Um, you can find me on my Instagram, which is that underscore Blair underscore witch. Um, you can find me uh, at my uh, Gmail um, at um, weirdcastpodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, weird cast is spelled exactly like it is on the cover for this episode. So, but I'll, I'll have everything linked. Um, you can find me on my Tumblr at, um, watercolor-witch, and that's watercolor spelled the Canadian way, okay? Um, uh, W-A-T-E-R dash, um, wait, what? Watercolor, which, okay, no, that's watercolor, one word, dash, witch. W-A-T-E-R-C-O-U-L-O-R dash witch. There we go. <laughs> um, dot tumblr.com. Those are all the places you can find me on the internet. Um, you can also, and I would really appreciate if you did do this, um, leave a rating and review on the iTunes um, because that really helps the, uh, the show, helps people find the show. Um, yeah, so... Have a great holiday season. You know, just because I don't like the holidays 
doesn't mean I don't think anyone else should like the holidays. I'm very happy that other people get to enjoy this time of the year. Um, I hope you're having a great time spending time with friends and family and exchanging gifts and doing ritual. Um, yeah, have a great holiday season. Bye.